Give these guys another hand. You're going to um, get an opportunity to hear more from Teen Challenge uh, here in a little bit. Um, and someone was actually asking me, and I don't know, we'll have to chat about it, uh, the reason why, but uh, none of these guys really are teenagers. And someone, someone said, man, it seems a little Teen Challenge. There's some old-looking teens. Um, and, uh, and anyways, uh, great group. They're here quite often. They help with our events, and I think it's just timely. What they shared in the first service was great. But before we do that, I just want to make a, a couple um, announcements, one on just in-house stuff, and then another one on uh, how you can help with what's happening in, in Paradise and uh, what, we're, what we're doing there to help out. First of all, if you notice this morning, we're doing kind of a pre-registration for our kids check system that we uh, have just put in place. And um, so if, if you're a parent, be patient with us over the coming weeks as we instill that program and learn it and make sure that it's all up and running. Um, this is going to really help us connect well with uh, new families and new visitors. And then for those of you who have kids, it's going to add uh, a good level of security for you. Someone said, uh, well, what if, what if we know the person and they lose their tag? And I said, rules are rules. We keep their kid until they can find their tag. So uh, we're, we won't do that. We, we, yeah, a lot of people are going to lose their tags. Yeah, me included. <laughs> I don't know. I lost my tag. So we have a way around that, just so you know. Um, just be patient with us, and uh, we won't keep your child. I can promise you that. Uh, and then, okay, so here's the deal. I'll, I'm going to say this is a big umbrella piece, first of all, so you kind of understand um, the level, at least, that I'm involved in. Uh, a while back, about a year ago, um, I was asked to sit on a board for what's called the Central Pacific District, uh, which is um, a district that oversees 100 churches uh, that are allied together in church planting, um, as well as planting churches, uh, I mean missions and, and planting churches and all of that. So I sit on a board uh, that oversees 100 churches, our churches within that group as well. Uh, it's a lot of responsibility. I didn't realize how much responsibility I was actually stepping into uh, when I was asked to serve on that board, but it is a great privilege. Within the district, we have a church in paradise. That church is one of the only standing structures in paradise, so it was saved. Um, we have another church in the district that's in Chico. Today, this morning, right now, uh, the Paradise Congregation and the Chico Neighborhood Church Congregation are worshiping together because they can't be in paradise. Because e even though, obviously, the church is standing, Anybody who owns a home in paradise that goes to that church, including the pastoral staff, they've all lost their homes. Uh, and so obviously all of us probably know someone that has been impacted. Uh, one of our, our deacons, his, uh, his father, uh, lost his home in the area. And so obviously there's a, a great need there uh, to help out and to assist. And what happens when any of these kind of things occurs, people ask, how can I give? How can I help? And then the next question is, I want to make sure that what I give goes to where it's supposed to go, that 100% of those funds goes to the need. So here's, here's what we're doing. If you give to Sierra Bible Church and you put in your memo that it's for Paradise Fire, it'll go to the board that I oversee, those 100 churches. Those funds will go directly, 100% of those funds will go directly to those churches that have been impacted. Uh, and, and here's the deal with that. So you, so you say, well, how do I know 100% of those funds are going to go through there? I look, so if you trust me, I look at those funds uh, monthly. So I know where every dollar is spent within the Central Pacific District. If those funds 
don't go where they're supposed to go, well, I'm going to throw a wild fit and, and kick and scream and yell and throw things. And, and so you can trust me to defend your money, okay? I don't know if that's totally godly, but uh, <laughs> Jesus did it in the temple once, and so uh, it me. Um, if, if you want to bypass, though, us, and you don't want to give uh, to the church, you can, um, someone asked me, how do I find out how to help and all this stuff? Well, the fastest way really is through our social media stuff. And I know some of you don't use social media, but it is the fastest way for us to get info out. And so on Facebook, um, on my page, as well as on the church's side, we have, um, we have put up the link to send the funds directly to the Central Pacific District if you want to, which just bypasses us altogether. So it just takes one step out. But if you're here and you want to do it that way, you can. And then if you want to be on the newsletter, we've got a group of guys who are actually looking. You know, every year we do a big church picnic, and we feed about 500 people tri-tip. And so uh, these guys who do this for our church every week, who are part of our church, said, can you contact them and let the church know we want to drive down to Chico. We want to feed uh, both those congregations that are there next week want to feed them tri-tip for free. And so if you want to go do that and just in the name of Jesus feed people protein, which I'm a big fan of, you can. Um, and the, again, the best way to, to get that is through social media side and then our constant contact stuff as well. So our constant contact is just it's our weekly newsletter that we put out. If you're not getting that, just go to sbctruckie.com on your phone right now. Scroll to the bottom of the webpage, and you can sign up directly uh, for our newsletters that go out every week. So those are a couple different ways that you can uh, help tangibly, and then, of course, obviously, pray. Amen? So this morning, I want to introduce you uh, to Mike Borden. He's the executive director of Teen Challenge in Monterey, right? Awesome guy. What's that? Monterey Bay. And uh, I don't want to take away too much of, of their time, uh, but they want to share with you how great God is, what he's doing in the program. And so would you please welcome uh, Mike Borden. So uh, thank you for having us. This is um, a, a lovely pleasure. I love this church. Um, I love the partnership that we have with this church. Um, I love uh, the fact that we can... Uh, serve and laugh and have a good time. Um, and I also want to say that uh, I, I, I'm encouraged, both in the first service and, and also in the second service, the number of veterans um, that are here. It says a lot about the church. It really does, more than you, more than you realize. I was um, giving a presentation just last week, and because it was leading up to uh, Veterans Day, I asked, okay, how many of you here are veterans, and it turns out I was the only one. So, um, wow, this is, this is incredible. And I was going to make a joke, and it didn't work out so well in the last service, so I don't think I'll do it this time. There's always, there's always a, um, um, uh, a loving um, banter between the different branches of the service. And so I was Navy, and, and proud of it. Um, amen. Any, any Marines here? One, awesome. I just want you to know, I, just, I, really, I really love the Marines. You know, a lot of people don't know that the Marine Corps is the Department of the Navy, the Boys Department. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. So I do have to say, you know, um, being at the first service, um, boy, Jesse was on me about 
um, timing had to be perfect because, you know, the food between services and, and uh, we can't let it go, the first service go too long. But he assured me the second service, it's no, no holds barred. Um, so I'm committed today to get you out of here before dark. Does that, does that work for you? But seriously, I, I really do love this church. Um, we came to the area, Teen Challenge Monterey Bay, came to the area about, um, this is our seventh year up here. Um, some of you ha- are familiar with Sierra Woods Lodge. Uh, Sierra Woods Lodge is the home of Sierra Pacific Teen Challenge, one of our Teen Challenge uh, Men's Center. It's a fully functioning lodge, wonderful restaurant, uh, four stars on Yelp, 191 reviews. It's really good, really, really good. Um, also, it's, uh, we have guest rooms, and we have a convenience store, and um, we're actually a U.S. post office. I can't believe the U.S. post office would trust the U.S. mail with our... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, but we love to serve, and we love to come here and share. Um, a few years ago, we had a fire at the lodge, and you guys were part of um, our rebuilding it. And so we really appreciate you. Um, and like I said, the partnership um, that we have here. We love to serve here. Um, most recently, the Trunk Retreat. Um, and um, uh, Jerry, uh, uh, Jesse said uh, into the service that uh, it couldn't have been done without Teen Challenge. Um, we, it's a big part of, of what we do. It's a big part of teaching not only um, about um, life-controlling issues, but also how to live a productive life, how to take care of yourself and your family, but also society. And so um, service is a, is a huge part of that. So before I get too far, I'd like to invite uh, Dylan up, Jose up, Todd up, and Tim up. Not you, Todd. This Todd. And Tim up. So come on up, guys. So um, the one thing um, that these men have in common is that they are graduates of Teen Challenge Monterey Bay and uh, specifically uh, Sierra Woods Lodge. And, you know, we, we often have our, our students give their testimony, and I'm not going to ask them to give their testimony, but um, I want each of you to say why you're here today. Okay, why, why are you in this service, and, and why are you um, uh, still a part of Teen Challenge? So any, any of you can go. So, check. So, first and foremost, I am here to glorify God. I am here to bring glory to His name. Um, I am here because um, of overflow. I am here because my life has been radically, permanently, miraculously changed by the invasion of Jesus Christ into my heart. Um, so. Much has changed for me. Um, 
Jesus Christ. I was headed straight for death. Very dark, very bad, very scary. Um, and um, Jesus Christ, my king, saved my life. But he used this program to do it. Teen Challenge is the vessel that he chose to use to save my life. And so I'm here and I serve and I remain in fellowship and in, in active service with Teen Challenge because I just, it is my prayer that many, many other men and women will come to um, the same victory that I've been given. So why are, why are you here? Who are you? I am a child of God. What, who else are you? My name is Tim Lumber. Susan Dill. Okay. Jeez. Okay, so. Okay, he's not the smartest guy in the world. It's true. It's true. He's right. No, no, he's always right. It's true. Um, I, am the, uh, I am the center supervisor of our newest location in Susanville, uh, High Desert Adult and Teen Challenge. So. Good morning. I'm Todd Lunger. <clears throat> First and foremost, I'm here to praise God and glorify all his glory, what he's done for me in my life. Also, I, re I completed the program four years ago. I come back as much as I can with the busy schedule that I have now because the Lord has just opened the doors for me in my life. I come back and love on my brothers and give them encouragement to push through this amazing program. Without God, you can do all things. Or with God, you can do all things. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, so what Todd didn't, didn't say is that he did complete um, at Sierra Woods Lodge, but the, the, in the program, they get to pick a home church, and he picked this as his home church. So he's actually coming home. And my name is Jose Marin, and uh, I am here today to obviously show support, and uh, I am the Sierra Pacific Teen Challenge uh, director up there at the, uh, the lodge and the rustic table. Um, yeah, and I'm just here because I, I love what we do. I love what we do, and like the songs we're talking about, uh, the God of Miracles, and I really believe that every single person in this um, program is a working miracle right now, uh, and I am one, we're all one. Um, Save, just saved. Uh, so I'm just here to uh, love on everybody and uh, just uh, hopefully uh, after the service, if you guys have any questions about the program, definitely I'll be available if you guys need me. So I'm Dylan. Um, I'm a... I can talk. Um, I'm a completed student. I completed about two years ago. Um, I am here because upon completion... Um, I decided to um, not. I decided not to follow the things that I had learned in the program, and um, I was, went back to some of my old behavior. Um, so I'm back now in a hybrid form of <laughs> sorts. Um, that means he does. He hasn't got a clue what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm here, and I'm 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 attempting to work on the things that I held on to. Um, through the program, and um, I'm just trying to get a connection with God that I failed to do while I was while I had the opportunity. So luckily, this program is here and um, will take take me back in whatever form and capacity that is. I'm not sure, but I'm very Amen. blessed and grateful to be here today. Amen.
Thanks, Gary. I know I got to couch or coach these guys a little bit. What what Dylan didn't say is that he's been clean and sober for the last what five years now. Um, so it's and that he does know that he's the dearly loved child of God. But when he talks about um, having lost the connection, um, we we just simmer in Jesus Christ. And the connection he lost was that simmering and um, making Jesus and making his Lord and Savior number one in his life. So it's not like he crashed. He's actually quite successful. He's in a in an apprenticeship program uh, in uh, as an electrician. He's um, he's he's done really well, um, but um, he has found the girl of his dreams. So he says, um, and. Um, and this one's so good, he wants to do it right. And he knew that he knew that um, he needed to reconnect with Teen Challenge, so that um, that reinforcement and that simmering would take place, so that he could be um, the man of God that um, she needs him to be. And um, he wants to do his relationship according to God's rules. Um, and so, what he's 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 giving up all of his weekends to come and serve and be a part of what we do and be a part of chapels and, and classes and, and accountability committee meetings and, and that kind of stuff. So it's real pleasure to have him with us. He's a great resource, but also you got to love his heart. you got to love his heart for the Lord. So thank you, Dylan. So... Um, you know, um, we, when we do these programs it's, or presentations, um, I don't know about you, but I always, always worry about um, having enough to say, which is never a problem if you know me. Um, and so I always overplan. So what I decided to do this, this time was to do this presentation kind of in two parts. And so I don't know if you were in the last service, but I invited the last service to come because it was going to be a little bit different. We're going to cover a little different part of Scripture, but also different testimonies. And so we didn't do that in the last service. So Teen Challenge is not a rehab. Teen Challenge is not a recovery program, Teen Challenge is first and foremost a Christian discipleship program, and our specialty is people with life-controlling issues, or another way to put it, sin in their life. So um, if I was to ask for a show of hands, which I'm not going to, and I would ask you, do you have a life-controlling issue, I would, I would expect everybody to raise their hands. And the ones that didn't raise their hands are liars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, we all have our issues. You know, First John says, if you say you're without sin, you're a liar. All fall short of the glory of God. And a lot of times we get um, a lot of attention or focus on the fact that um, we, most of the people that we work with with a life-controlling issue, usually is drugs and alcohol, 
Um, but we also, there's so many others, especially today, um, social issues, um, uh, eating disorders, uh, on and on and on. Um, there's a lot of ways these days um, to have something other than Christ control your life. And so that's what we're all about. We're all about um, miracles. God is a God of miracles, like the song said. And so um, today we're here with our partners. Uh, like I said, we love to partner with you. We are a member of the body of Christ, just like you are. You can kind of think of us as your ER department. Is um, we, um, If you, you come in uh, shot or bleeding or whatever, um, we're the people that you call. And um, I hope out of what you get um, today is um, that... Um, there is hope. There, um, these men are, are living, breathing testimonies to um, God's love and God's commitment that he's always there and he's one request away from um, healing us of whatever issues that we uh, struggle with. And, and we have lots of issues, all of us. Um, I, I be honest with you, um, yesterday was my middle daughter's 44th birthday. And I often think about if I had to raise my kids today, although she has three sons, so you can imagine how difficult that is. It's a lot harder these days to raise your kids um, in today's society. There's so many pressures today that there weren't when I was growing up and that weren't even there when I raised my kids. And so there's no shame in, in who comes into the Teen Challenge program, none at all. Um, it's just a, an example of, of what the world looks like today. So with that, um, a few scriptures that I want to um, uh, read to you. In Galatians chapter 5, it starts out like this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And then a little further down, second half of 6, it says the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And that's a big part of what we do. Most of our students, um, the first things they say about the program and the experience of their program is, I've never felt so safe before, and I've never felt so loved. So, verse 13 says, You, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. The entire law is summed up in a single command, Love your neighbor as yourself. If you keep on biting and devouring each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Verse 16, so I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now I want you to think about the end of this passage, end of chapter 5, talks about the fruits of the Spirit. 
But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. So it kind of begins with freedom and ends with the fruits of the Spirit. But in the middle is the acts of the sinful nature. So what Paul is saying here is there are the fruits of the Spirit and there are the counterfeit fruits of the Spirit. See, Satan is a liar, and Satan will dress up truth, God's fruits of the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, fruits of the Spirit. Um, he'll dress them up to sound good, and then he'll entice. So these are the counterfeit fruits of the Spirit that I'm about to read are the counterfeit fruits of the Spirit. So verse 19, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But... The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So you see two worlds at work here, God's and Satan's, the, the, the world. And so all too often our students, but I would say every one of us in this room, fall prey to the counterfeit fruits. You know, whether it's jealousy or envy or rage or... Um, uh, discord, or there's a whole list here, and that we all fall under that. So these guys, because they've struggled with substances, it's just one piece. Actually, it's just the drunkenness. You know, obviously, though, there comes other things along with drug drunkenness. But we all need what Teen Challenge has to offer, and I, I'd be the first to tell you that I, I think everybody would benefit from coming into the program, Teen Challenge program. We have a women's program. You're all welcome, ladies. Um, and we have uh, five or so men's centers um, as well. And so what, could, what, would it be, what would your life be like if you could take out, and so I'm going to kind of describe the program, a minimum of 13 months. You could take them out of your life. You don't have to worry about paying bills. You don't have to worry about where you're going to sleep. You don't have to worry about what you're going to eat, everything is provided for you, where you could focus on your relationship with God and, and, and simmer in his word. See, our students in 13 months, not, most of them go a little bit longer than that, but in 13 months, they spend more time with God in God's word, going to church than the average Christian does in a lifetime. They get that in one year. And so that's the secret to our success is, um, is Jesus Christ and the power that he has to um, fix our issues. So I'm going to invite Eddie to come up. Um, and um, we, we take, we take uh, students uh, anytime, any place, from anywhere. And so he's not from 
our world. So come on up. Uh, good morning, church. Uh, my name is Edward Reynolds Rowe III. You can tell from my dialect that I am from Chicago. Um, That's way over there. Yeah, Midwest. Um, so I really don't have much of a right to be here in a program. I grew up in a church, a very loving family, two supportive parents. Uh, I just decided I knew better. And uh, I got into all kinds of trouble, in and out of jail, in and out of prison, programs as well, secular programs. Uh, nothing seemed to stick. I always knew better. Uh, or July 30th of this year, I entered the hospital for alcoholic hepatitis. Uh, I was told I was going to die. Charlatans over there told me I was going to die. I made it out. And I came here, I got on a plane that day, and Mike Borden's program welcomed me with open arms. Jose was the individual with whom my mother spoke. On my behalf, I couldn't really talk or walk. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't fun. Uh, the program, at first, I'll admit, was a little overwhelming. But uh, it has taught me patience, obviously. And uh, it's taught me how to enjoy and how to enjoy the Christian life, the, my walk with God. Uh, I found Christ yet again. I didn't come here for Christ. I came here to try to get off of what I was on, which was everything. Uh, and I found Christ within a couple of weeks. It was like uh, a welcome home party. It was just kind of natural. He was standing there the whole time on the sidelines of my life uh, with his arms open wide, with the, with the cross right behind him saying, it's yours, take it, and I just told him no. And I'm not doing that anymore. I, I refuse to. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, the man gave everything for me. Um, I've learned to, I've learned why it's important to honor him. And uh, at this point, all I can do is study, read, and seek wise counsel. Uh, I don't really have much else. I, I love the Lord, and I just pray for all of us here at the center. So when he says sick, sick puppy comes to mind. I mean, it's literally, he was yellow when he came. He was, his liver was so bad, and the fear was that he wouldn't live or that he couldn't overcome it. And so you see him nice and, and pink-faced and healthy, and um, God is a God of miracles. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, legally. Um, Greg here, um, walking testimony, went to court. He had 27, 27 29 um, offenses that were all dismissed. Um, he was encouraged by the court um, to stay the course, and um, they, even though he was very honest and open about his life prior to coming into Teen Challenge, um, and that he is a working miracle today. That's what God does. So how does Teen Challenge work? I mean, there's lots of churches. Um, 
In fact, sometimes, sometimes um, church is an impediment um, to our ability to really get our life together because uh, it can be um, without um, focus and determination kind of be a band-aid and people need more um, more than that and it's not, I'm not in any way um, minimizing the amazingness of this church and and what you guys do but um, some some sometimes a concentration and a focus um, in some in certain areas um, is what's what's needed and so um, I'm going to go to Second uh, Corinthians, um, starting in 16. It says, uh, "But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory." which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And so a big part of what we do, and probably the biggest part of what I do, um, besides running all our sinners, is um, our identity in Christ. Um, there's a saying that goes like this, seldom if ever is your behavior inconsistent with who you believe you are. And so I'll give you one. It's kind of a Christianese. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Have you ever heard that? A lot. I am just a sinner saved by grace. It's very similar to the one that you hear at AA or a 12-step meeting is, Hi, my name is Mike. I'm an alcoholic. And so we know better. I'm not a sinner saved by grace. I'm a dearly loved child of God who struggles sometimes with sin. Why would I want to identify with being a sinner? Just like an alcoholic. You know, hi, my name is Mike. I'm an alcoholic. Why would I want to identify? Because seldom if ever is my behavior inconsistent with who I believe I am. And if I believe I'm an alcoholic, I'm going to act like an alcoholic. What does an alcoholic do? He drinks. If, if, if I want to identify with sin, what does a sinner do? Sin. But if I can identify with God, and if I can get my identity from Jesus Christ, um, then I'm a dearly loved child of God, first and foremost, and, and that determines my behavior. That determines my behavior. So we spend a lot of time teaching them who God is, first and foremost. One of the great parts of what I do is... Um, baptize men and women. Every month, um, we baptize anywhere from seven or eight to 20 individuals every single month. People who have either made a first-time commitment to Jesus Christ or people who have recommitted their life to Jesus Christ. Lots of the people that come into the program have been raised in the church, um, but somewhere along the way, uh, either didn't get it, didn't understand who they are in Christ, um, or um, sought something different. And so our focus and what we do 
more than anything else is teach them all about God and encourage them to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, making them a dearly loved child of God, and then teaching them about who they are and how God sees them, not how the world sees them, um, how God sees them and who they really are. You know, the song said the, the, our, his blood flows through our veins, that the Bible tells us that we are new creation in Christ, that, that we were born of the imperishable seed now, not the perishable seed that we were, and that we're actually part of his family. We're dearly loved children of his, and we're joint heirs with Christ. And uh, Peter says it so well that we're, we're priests, we're a priesthood, that we're a high priest, that we're royal priests, that we're saints, that we're children of God, that we're members of God's family, that we're the people of God. And if we can learn that and it become our identity, then it becomes also our behavior. The world says what you have and what you do define you, God says who you are defines you. And that's the focus of who we are and what we do. The program is um, roughly 13 months long, minimum of 13. Um, typically, it's more like 18. Um, for some, it can be a lot longer. But you have to remember that there isn't 18 among them. We do have teenagers. Um, we'll take um, some people as early as 17, turning 18 while in the program. Um, and now we also have two family centers, so we're also influencing children as well. But um, we're kind of rebranding Teen Challenge now, and if you go even to the national website, you'll begin to see Adult and Teen Challenge as the name. So... Um, we are primarily, across the nation, um, adult centers. There's about um, 10 to 20% of the centers are adolescent centers, but most are adult centers. And uh, by the way, um, this 2018 is Teen Challenge and now Adult and Teen Challenge 60th birthday. So Teen Challenge is 60 years old this year. <clears throat> And what's cool about um, Teen Challenge is we have about 250 centers uh, nationwide and we have about 1,400 centers worldwide. And we are the largest Christian discipleship program um, in the world. Um, and you know, we barely scratch the surface of the need. There's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that are dying every year. Um, you know, you see opioids um, as being a crisis, and it really, truly is. It's killing so many people. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Right now, in this country, more people, especially more young people, are dying from opioid overdoses and suicide than car accidents. Um, it is a mess out there. And so um, we need more um, programs, and, and um, Teen Challenge has uh, probably 
um, the, one of the highest, if not the highest, success rates across the nation and the world. And so that's, that's who we are, and that's what we do. And um, one thing that's great about us is that we don't only address the spiritual or the recovery side of things, sobriety, um, but we also um, minister to the mind um, to finish the program. If you don't have a high school diploma, you have to get your GED. Um, we also, um, you know, the way I put it, I can, the easy part, to believe it or not, is, is giving you Christ. Um, the second, which is almost easier, is sobriety. That's easy. Um, it's um, correcting years and years of bad habits. You know, the, the Second Corinthians quote that I gave you, Scripture, was ever-increasing and being transformed. It's a journey that they're on, and it's a journey, and a lot of it is to get them back on the path that God intended them in the first place and correct a lot of bad habits and um, teaching about the counterfeit um, fruits because they've, we all have been trapped by the world, and, but the real fruits of the Spirit. Everybody needs love, everybody needs hope, everybody needs peace, and on and on and on. And that's what the program gives. And so thank you for having us. Um, thank you for allowing us to serve alongside you. Um, we're, you won't see us very often asking for money. Um, one of our strengths, Teen Challenge Monterey Bay, is about 90 to 95% of our operating income we self-generate through our work therapy programs that teach men's skills, men and women's skills, like at the lodge. They learn hospitality and food services and facilities maintenance. Um, they learn how to work. They get work ethic. Uh, in the process, we raise our own funds. What we can't do, or what we can't do on our own, is grow. And trust me, there is a huge need out there for um, our services. And so we rely on our partnerships for expansion um, in, in Watsonville, city of Watsonville, in Santa Cruz County right now, we're in the process of building a 94-bed women's center. Um, it'll be 50 beds for program and 40 beds for, uh, shelter for women and, and women with children. We are the only teen challenge in the nation to also run gospel rescue missions, um, which is awesome, and I think it was why we have so much favor with God, because... Um, it's God's heart to take care of the disadvantaged. Jesus himself said, true religion is taking care of widows and orphans in their distress and keeping from being polluted by the world. And so um, we have about 200 beds um, that are full all the time, and there's a huge need for more. So thank you for um, allowing us to be part of this service um, and and doing worship. Uh, I'd like to invite the worship team up now. Um, one of the things that I'll just, in closing, mention is that in the last few years, um, 
Um, worship has become such a big part of recovery for us now. It's amazing and powerful. Um, all of our centers have their own worship teams, and most of our students that come to us don't come with uh, wonderful skills singing or, um, or even playing instruments, and most of them learn them while they're in the program. And um, I don't know about you, um, I really enjoy, to hear, enjoy hearing them worship and watching the power of worship and God's word transforming lives. So thank you. Thank you for having us, and thank you for being a part of our world and allowing us to be a part of yours. God bless.